She passed away in her sleep, you know, and to me, I feel like she didn't feel any more pain. She didn't feel any more pain. Like, if you know my mother, you know that she's been through a lot, man, in, like, the past, I want to say, like, 20 years. You know, she's been through cancer, and she fought. She fought cancer, and she, she defeated cancer, yo. She defeated lung cancer. Then uh, my mom was also kind of clumsy at the same time, you know. Like she, I think she's the first person in history to step on a Lego and break her leg, for real, for real. I think that was like the funniest moment like, when they told me that my mom broke her leg, and she was like, "Like, how did she do that? You know, she's not running anywhere." And then she stepped on the Lego. I died laughing. I thought that was like the funniest thing ever. You know, my mom had a, you know, she had a little strokes and. Uh, She's had uh, a valve in her heart replaced. She's been through a lot, you know, but her her fight is, is finally over. And that's why I'm, I'm 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 happy to do this episode. Like I probably, I promise you, I really was not about to do this, but my mom was strong and she was a fighter, so the only way I can, you know keep her spirit going on is to continue fighting and to keep being strong and the day it first happened you know everybody was asking me you know how do you feel uh, are you okay you know and I'm like you know I'm the strongest I've ever been but the weakest I've ever felt you know and it might not make sense but it does you know I'm strong as hell strong Mentally, physically. But to lose your number one lady in your life, you know, that's like, it's like, yo, you're losing a lot. You lost a lot. And that takes a whole, a whole big part out of you, man. It hurts, yo. It hurts, you know. Um, I'm slowly getting over it, you know. I'm slowly putting it to the past and slowly moving on because that's what she wants me to do. She doesn't want me to dwell in her passing. She doesn't want me to, you know, just feel about it, just feel bad. You know? She want want me to, you know, celebrate her life, you know. Now, <laughs> like I could, I'm gonna tell you this now. I'm gonna celebrate my mom's life because she's done a lot. My mom is a character, okay. 
if you ever met my mom, and there's a lot of people out there that's met my mom, that's been infect, impacted by her life, you know, she's influenced a lot of people. You know, I think a lot of people today are still scared of my mom, mainly because she kept it real. You know, if she says she's gonna fuck you up, guess what? You do something again, she's gonna fuck you up. You know, and she'll tell you that. And then when she get done fucking you up, she's gonna smile and smoke a Virginia Slim. Oh, this is the pre pre cancer days, pre cancer days when she was, you know, smoking cigarettes, smoking the Virginia Slims and cursing your ass out, you know. Those are the, you know, the pre pre cancer days, and then, you know, after the cancer days, you know, she wasn't cursing you out, but she was more of a, she was more of a just, you know, influencing you, you know, like here you go, here's my life. I want you to do this. If you do it like this, you won't go down the same path that I went down, and. This, that, and the third, and and it was I, I enjoyed every minute of it, y'all. Every single minute of you know, because I feel like you know the pre the post cancer days is like the best days that I had with her because it's like she was always there, you know. She was always there getting on my damn nerves, you know. Like, ma, do you have anything to do? You know, because she wasn't working. She was at home all day. She's home all day calling me, asking, talking to me about what I'm doing. I'm like, mom, I'm doing the same thing I was doing 30 minutes ago when you called. You know, but I felt that's the best part about having my mom that actually, you know, getting on my nerves. Well, you don't have moms like that nowadays. You don't have moms that are getting your nerves calling you for no reason. They know you're at work. They're going to ask you, are you at work? Yeah, I'm at work. You know where I'm at. My schedule ain't changed. You know, and... I can still hear her voice, man. I talked to her a couple of days ago, and uh, it was a uh, that was the last time I heard her voice, man. But you know, it's not the last time I hear her voice. I I would sometimes let the phone ring and let it go to voicemail because I know she's gonna call. She's gonna leave her voicemail, so I got her voice like I got a lot of her voice messages just like saved on my phone and. Whenever I want to hear her voice or when I want to talk to her, you know, I would just play that. Play those voicemails with her voice on it. And I feel a lot better, you know. She's still here with me, you know. She's still here with me. I feel, you know, what's the craziest part about it, you know? The day after my mom passed, you know, I went to work the next day. And I only told, like, you know, a couple of people on my job, mainly my bosses. Let them know what's going on with me. That I'm always taking a couple of days off of work and whatnot. And as I'm driving, you know, down the road doing my job, and I'm people are just that I don't even know is just waving at me, saying hi, just waving at me. And I've never seen these people before, but I feel like that was my mom and them just waving, letting me know that you know, hey, she's here. She's here. You know, like, multiple people were just waving at me. And I'm the only person on the road, so the, it's the only other person they're waving at is me. Just waving, waving, hi, 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 hi. And <laughs> I kind of felt a lot better that day. And I think that's the, that was right there, that, that little sign right there is one of the signs that lifted me up so much made me feel so much better about the situation because she's there. I might not see her, but she's in other people looking at me. 
letting her know, letting me know that she's there, you know? But that's dope, man. I'm gonna always miss her. That's my number one lady, yo. But I don't give a damn what anybody says, yo. That just because she's no longer here, don't sit there and think you're gonna ever be number one. You'll never be number one. If I get married, I get a girlfriend, I have a girl as a, my first child, you're never gonna be number one. My mother was number one. My mom is gonna always be number one. You're gonna take a back seat. You're gonna be two. That's the highest you'll ever get is two. Because I will always love my mother. Always, man. But I remember, you know, I'm going to celebrate her life, you know what I mean? And I know a lot of people, like my, my fans are listening to me. You know, they can sit there and tell all kinds of stories about my mom, you know? Like, um, going through my messages on, from Facebook and on Instagram and text messages and phone calls, you know? And people are telling me these stories about what they did about my mom you know like the things they would never forget you know and one of the the one of the biggest things that everybody has always talked about was when she worked at Bojangles Bojangles was the one thing that kind of welcomed her to the world you know because it seemed like everybody everybody ate at Bojangles, everybody worked at Bojangles. Every, it was always Bojangles, Bojangles. And when my mom worked there, you know, I played high school ball all four years. And I was real close to a lot of people on playing basketball and football. And before the games, yo, everybody went to Bojangles. Every, what, um, it was a what, 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 Tuesday, Tuesdays or, or Fridays, you know, we would, for basketball, it was Tuesdays. We had our away games, and Fridays was um, the home games. And we would always go to Bojangles when my mom was, was working because, you, you know, my mom's going to take care of you. She's going to take care of you, you know. She's going to treat you like family. She don't even damn what your last name is. She won't remember your first name, I swear to God. She will not remember your first name what so fucking ever. And the crazy thing about it is... <laughs> she would tell me this all the time. Somebody you went to high school with said, hey, what was, this, what was that person's name? I don't remember. Well, Ma, you got to do a better job. You got to do a better job with this. You know? I got to know what, you know, who these people are, you know. But it was okay because it's the simple fact that they walked up to her. They, they still remember her face when she, was, when she left Bojangles and went to work in the Walmart. You know, they, they remember her face and they remember everything about her. And they always went, hey, how's your son doing? How's Jay doing? How's Jay doing? You know, and she's always can tell you. Well, tell them I say, hey, or hey, is Jay still playing ball? Jay still playing ball? You know, I was asking questions, you know. But she never could tell me who y'all were. So if she told you who I, who, if she, you know, walked up to her and told her, you know, uh, asking how I was doing or whatever, and I never responded to you, you can blame her for that because she never remembered your name. Never remembered. You can sit there and tell her she'll forget it. And then say, tell you like three days later, hey, yeah, somebody came over here, came up here looking, like asking about you, seeing how you was doing. Oh, who was it? I don't remember. But we'll talk to her. And that's the funny part about it, too, you know what I mean? She can't remember anything that don't pertain to her. But if it did pertain to her, she gonna remember because she talked to my grandmother like, you know, 38 times a day. And she can remember everything she did from the time she woke up, you know, 
how full blown conversations about everything from the time they, they did you drink your coffee or what you eat and the whole nine, but can't remember somebody's name. But it's all good though. We still love her though. We still love her. I never stop loving her, no matter how much she pissed me off. You know, but I feel like if your mom doesn't piss you off, then your mom's doing something wrong. Okay. If you, your mom don't piss you off, and three minutes later or thirty minutes later, you know you're you're back in her face. You know, I don't know. I feel like moms always find a way to piss you off, but then find a way to make up for it. Even though they're the one that pissed you off, you know, it wasn't something you did. It was something they did that pissed you off, and they know it pissed you off. And a couple of minutes later, you know, they they consoled you and, and apologized without apologizing. You know, like oh, she made my favorite dinner, my favorite dinner, or she made my uh, favorite dessert, or whatever, whatever. You know, she she figured it out. She, she know how to make me feel better because she pissed me off. You know, that's how it works nowadays, you know. But you gotta love them. You gotta love them because when they're gone, you're gonna be remembering the times that you had. And you, you know, you can't always take things for granted. You know, my mom, my mom was awake that morning and that afternoon and took a nap and didn't wake up. And she didn't. You see, people. You know, it's crazy. You know, it's crazy. People always say, uh, like, you know, people won't promise tomorrow. Some people don't get a good morning, you know. Some people don't get a good afternoon either. Just because you woke up that morning don't mean you're going to see that sunset. See that sunset. You're not going to see that, you know. And that's crazy, you know. You might wake up, but you, won't, you might not, you know, see that sunset. See that sunrise, but won't see that sunset. You know. But uh, she lived a great life, man. I, I think my mom, my mom used to run the streets. I believe she did. I think she never told me or told anybody, but she used to run the streets because I heard her threatening guys so bad that my dad got scared. And if you ever met my dad, you know, my dad is like 6'4", like 280-some pound dude. You know what I'm saying? My mom was like, you know, like 5'11". You know, and uh, she threatened the guy over the phone and it made my dad scared. You know, there's a story behind that I don't want to get into, but she threatened the guy and it was pretty. I felt bad for the guy, and I, my dad was scared. My dad was literally terrified, you know. And yeah, yeah. But I think like moms can do that. Moms can scare you and have you terrified. I think they're. I think that's like when you become a parent or a mother. You know, you get that that oh, I'm gonna fuck you up, you know, type feel. You know, you just get a certain different level in life. You know? To where you was once, you know, scary or being scared, but now you are scary. You can scare the hell out of somebody. You threaten somebody's life. I tell you, nothing worse than a parent, than a mother that is like, that's like, that, that's like, you know, trying to save her child's life. Or if you're, you threaten a child's life and that mother hears about it, you know, she's going to, it's going to, you, you, you have a big problem in hands right now. You have a very, very big problem, you know. If your mother ever catches you threatening or being threatened by somebody, but I was only able to get 39 years out of my mom, so that's 39 years that most people never get. Some people don't even get a year, but I got 39, and I loved all 39 of those years with her. Those long, well, in, in my younger days, some long trips from Virginia down to North Carolina. 
sitting in the back seat playing a Game Boy. And she like, you ain't dead yet? You know, we'll be playing Tetris. So you ain't dead yet? And also, you give it to her, and then she give it back. The battery did. You know, you know Game Boys took like a four pack of batteries. So. You always had to make sure you had like, like you know, a whole pack, a whole case of batteries. You know. Always made sure. You know. But she been through a lot. I've been through a lot. Her fight is no longer here. She's upstairs with her father. And I know she's probably, my mom is like, my mom is like the character, you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure that my mom is uh, is upstairs with my grandfather right now. And, and she's probably on punishment because my mom was always getting into shit. Always getting into shit. Real, she was real, um, that's an old person word. Um, what would it be? I can't remember it, but she was always getting into stuff. And, uh. I feel like now that she's upstairs with her father, that uh, she's probably on punishment. You know, like my grandfather probably got her all grounded or something like that. Because, you know, she's, just, she's always into something. She's all, She did something, you know. She did something when she got up there to meet him. You know, so. But I'll probably say that, you know, she didn't say goodbye. She never said goodbye. But... The years that we shared together, we never say goodbye. We just say later. You know, that's probably why she didn't say goodbye. She just said later. Or I'll see you later. I catch up with you. Or I holla at you. Or back in the pre the pre cancer days, I fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? That was Burrow. She she I fucks with you. You know, those are some good times, man. I love my mother. I love my mom. I love all moms, but I love mine the most. Cause she's better than your mom. I don't give a damn. We can take this to the streets. My mom is better than your mom. My mom will fight your mom and beat her ass. Okay? She will. We can take this outside. We can we can take this with the beat. I don't care what you say. But my mom is better than yours. You know. Uh man, that was some great times with us. I shared with her. I'm glad I was there to spend it with her. Oh, she was the best mother I ever had. I just wish I was able to give her more of what I gave her besides these headaches. I gave her a lot of headaches. You know, I'm the firstborn. I'm the like, I'm the firstborn, so I'm the experimental kid, you know. Everything was everything was experiments, you know. They didn't know what the hell they was doing. My mom had me at twenty three, my dad was twenty four, twenty five, you know, and they don't know what the hell they was doing. So I was an experimental kid. So I gave her a lot of headaches because she didn't know what the hell she was doing. Neither did my dad, but look how I turned out. I got my own podcast now. <laughs> talking shit, talking to myself into a microphone for everybody else to hear. That's therapy right there. You know? There was times when I was, you know, by me being a veteran, there was ways that my mom just couldn't reach me or couldn't get through to me to, you know, calm me down when I was going having my, you know, my my moments. She never gave up on me though. She never gave up on me. She just listened. She just listened. And I and I love that. All she did was listen. That's all she needed to do, really, was just listen. That's all I needed. And she was just listening. She'd tell me, you know, everything's going to be okay. She did all those things. 
but you know there comes a time when you wake up and you go to sleep for the last time and you don't wake up but you know my mom was the greatest though I loved her the man yo you know what I'm gonna miss the most about her you know my mom was the type that she would bake a cake because she wants a cake you know I don't know how the hell I ain't got no diabetes you know but she used to make a cake a, a, a cake just to make a cake you know like so what's the occasion I wanted some cake you know it don't be like no you know one layer cake be a double layer two three layer cake you know we stacked up high like damn mom you really wanted a cake you know but hey we eat we smashed that cake and she made some bomb ass queso you know with that cheese that rotella and uh velveeta cheese shredded cheddar cheese and some uh, ground beef and rotella put that in the crock pot for a couple hours man that shit was banging she was per she introduced me to that yo it was banging man. let her meatloaf and the lasagna both cooked in the same pan what do they call the, the, the roasting pans you ever had a lasagna in a roasting pan before? They about 38 layers of, you know, lasagna, aka high, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Probably got, you know, heart disease off of a lasagna. Oh, hey, lasagna. You, you know what? You, you, you ate the hell out of it. The only cheese in that one was shredded cheese. There was no ricotta cheese, none of that. It was just meat and cheese. So, a little bit of vegetables. Just a little bit, not too much. Just a little bit. We're meat eaters in our family. We eat a lot of meat. You know? Her pancakes, you know, with the crispy edges. Crispy edges. You can't even imitate now. Can't imitate no crispy edges. No pancakes. Kind of hard to do. But you know, she did it all for me, man. She she raised me up to be the man that I am, the man that respects females, you know, uh, to a certain extent. She told me, she did tell me, though, if a bitch got online, smack the fuck out of her. You know what I'm saying? But, no, I'm kidding. She didn't say that. She didn't say that. She just said, she did say if somebody put their hands on you, like somebody hits you, to hit them back harder. That's one thing she did tell me. That. So if you hit me, guess what? I'm gonna knock your ass the fuck out. You better knock me out. But, uh, that's what she did, man. She did a lot for me. Showed me how to cook, showed me how to wash clothes, showed me how to iron my clothes. Show me how to make up my bed. Show me how to communicate with people. Show me how to be better than I was yesterday. Show me how to do a lot of things, man. Never let your anger get old. Never let people see your anger. Because once they see the anger, they're going to they think that's who you really are. But always voice your opinion. You know? Never back down. Always stand up for yourself. She taught me those things, man. But I feel good, man. I don't want you all to be sad and depressed and, you know, and crying for me and my family because, you know, the first female in my life is gone from me. I want y'all to smile and be happy. Don't celebrate. Don't be sappy for her death, man. Be sad for her. Be happy for her life. About the people that she's impacted, the people that she's touched, the people that, you know, was influenced by her and the things that she's done in life. I tell you right now, if you ever meet people that in Havelock, North Carolina, they spread out all over all over North Carolina, parts of Virginia, that that has that has you know met her. They tell you, you know, they 
<laughs> if you never got the opportunity to meet her, you missed out. You missed out on the truth, man. You missed out. But that was my mom's, man. She'll always be in my heart like the tattoo says I got on my chest, man. Always in my heart, mom and dad. She's always going to be there. She always she she had a special pace in my heart when she was alive. But now that she's no longer here, that piece of her that I had in my heart that was just her her location is now gotten bigger. I had to do some remodeling to my heart to you know to get my she needed some space. She needed some space, you know. So I couldn't get her in a big ass house on earth, but she has a big ass house in my heart. And uh if she needs more space in my heart, I gotta do some remodeling. Okay, so But that's her, man. I'm gonna always love her, man. Always fucking love her, man. But I'm gonna let this here song just ride out for the next two minutes. Because that's my mom, yo. Wait! Wait! 